Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and your host. At each new zodiacal season, I offer audio horoscopes by donation for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can also find written and edited transcripts of these horoscopes in my free virtual member community. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain the production of these readings. Thank you. You can find more information in the show notes or at embodiedastrology.com. Hello, Virgo. Welcome to Leo season. Leo season comes before Virgo season. And for those of you who are Virgo sons, you are in the moment in the month or so before your birthday season coming up. And for Virgo risings, uh, this is a period of time in which there's also a quality of contemplation, reflection, and release of what is ready now to be let go. And so whether you are looking at a new year and a new solar cycle opening up, or whether you're experiencing this light um, through your rising sign, this is a period of time in which it feels that Virgo is in a... Mm, I want to say a very deep space, and this is a space that is opening you up to particular qualities of listening and sensing and intuiting, and also perhaps your own sensitivity and inner awareness. Leo is an energy that for you is very important to pay attention to and cultivate. This is an energy that has... Uh, association in your body to your heart and to your spine. And the relationships between Leo and Virgo are plenty, but a very important aspect of the relationship between the two signs has to do with creative intelligence and the discernment and refining capacities that Virgo has uh, helps to temper and clarify and also make use of the creative abundance that Leo uh, wants to give. So you have all 12 signs in your chart. You have parts of you that are Leo as well as parts of you that are Virgo. And when I'm reading for a Virgo horoscope, of course, I'm reading for a general energy. Um, your chart is way more specific than what I can get into with a star sign horoscope. But as a Virgo identified person, it feels like this is a, a really important time for you to explore and get curious about the Leo parts of you. And depending on your chart makeup, um, you may have a more easy or more challenging time connecting with these energies. And part of the reason uh, is because your sign is right next door. And so it can often be hard to see what's right next to us. And particularly uh, in the relationship between Virgo and Leo, Leo for Virgo sometimes has uh, energy that Virgo can feel a little uncomfortable with and not always know exactly uh, how to... I want to say rest inside of. And so a moment ago I mentioned, you know, Virgo refines and edits and clarifies the creative outflow of Leo. 
But Leo as an energy, in order to give that creative outflow, also has to resonate with childlike wonder and joy, with spontaneity, with playfulness, with not taking things too seriously. And the not just the willingness, but the instinct to just express. Um, and this kind of expression is an expression that is before editing. It is unrefined. And a lot of times it's not particularly clear. If you are a creative person or if you've ever uh, engaged yourself in a creative process, including the creation of perhaps cleaning your house or something like that, um, you know that part of the creative process is to get messy first. There needs to be a kind of spilling out. And if you're cleaning your house, it could be kind of the same thing. It's like, what is here? We need to know what's here before we organize it and categorize it and put it away and throw things out and refine and clarify. And so some Virgos, depending on their chart makeup or Virgo identified folks, can feel sometimes kind of uncomfortable with this creative, messy, just being out there with it. Uh, Leo energy can be unabashed. It can be shameless. It can be uh, sometimes bombastic and dramatic. And Virgo wants to clean all that up. And this is a season, in, in my feeling, this is a season that is asking Virgo to calm down the instincts for organizing, making sense, tidying up, um, self-restraint. It feels like, um, I'll, I'll talk about this in a little bit, but one of the things that's coming through for me is, um, you know, Virgo can edit as it speaks, right? There's a kind of constant uh, need in, in many ways for, for Virgo to edit in its own processes. And this is a season for you to let that go a little bit, to just be with what's here. And what's here might be all kinds of things. And some of the main themes that I see for Leo season in the Virgo charts have to do with a kind of reorientation to what I'm going to say is a calling. And sometimes we talk about, or I talk about, you know, your calling in life, perhaps. And the way that I even hear myself say it, or when I hear other people say that phrase, it can imply that there's one calling, right? Like there's one path and it's like, this is the calling of your life. Maybe at the end of our lives or when we've departed and we can objectively look in from spirit form, we will see that there is actually one continuous uh, current or river um, that has been flowing through our lives and it contains many, many aspects of our beings and experiences. But from inside of our lives, we change and the sense of personal calling changes and it evolves and it feels like you are in a period of time in which your personal calling is evolving. So over the next couple of months, and certainly very much inside of Leo season, it feels to me that Virgo really needs to listen and listen very deeply 
into uh, the sense of calling and the sense of purposefulness. And part of the wisdom of Leo's light is the wisdom of follow your bliss. And I'm sure that you've heard this a million times. When we act and do and be in the ways that are most resonant with our uh, personal sense of joy and satisfaction and fulfillment, if, and this is a huge if, if the conditions that we are in allow us to follow our bliss, in any way that we are capable of doing that, of following our true bliss, okay? And I want to be clear here that I'm not, I'm not particularly talking about the aspects of our lives and choices that could feel relieving or like vacations or coping mechanisms. Um, there are ways that I know that I certainly engage with uh, pleasure um, that isn't always honestly aligned with my bliss. And so there's an important discernment here, and this is kind of what I'm trying to get at with the need for you to listen and really tune in to what is calling you. Because what is calling you right now is your heart, and it's the wisdom of your heart. And the wisdom of your heart sometimes speaks a very different wisdom than the wisdom of your mind. And it can often speak a very different wisdom than <clears throat> your relationships, you know, or other people's preferences or priorities, or the world at large and what society is telling you to do or something like that. And so there is this invitation for you right now to tap into and explore and articulate for yourself what is your bliss in the context and conditions that you can find yourself in or that you do find yourself in, how can you access this bliss? And so Leo season also brings a quality to it that is not particularly easy. I want to say that the time that we are living in right now um, pretty much is setting everybody up to not experience bliss. As I'm recording these horoscopes, uh, the planet is experiencing the hottest temperatures, some of the hottest temperatures ever on record. Um, there are catastrophic destruction to our environment, uh, to all of our you know, social systems and kinship networks. And I think this is a very challenging time to be alive. So the premise of examining one's bliss might feel ridiculous, it might feel impossible, it might feel thwarted inside of the question of what is your bliss, there might be incredible grief. And the immensity, and I'm feeling it as I'm talking, the immensity of loss and how much bliss so many people and so many beings and places have not been able to experience because of the bullshit of our conditions, right? The fuckery, the human fuckery that has caused the current moment. And so when I'm saying now is a time to meditate on your bliss, I want to be clear that I'm not asking you to bypass. And I'm not asking you to, you know, just meditate on happiness or something like that. I am inviting you to, to move deeply into your heart and to examine the way that you feel 
that you can connect to a sense of purpose. The way that you feel that you can connect to qualities of generosity inside of yourself. That if you are able to give that kind of generosity, inherent in it is already a reciprocity because the giving in this way would feel so good to you to be able to express yourself like this, to live like this, to move like this, or something along these lines. So in essence, I want to say that Leo season is a time for deep inner listening. And in this listening, there is an invitation to listen to all of what's here and to do the Virgoan work of sifting and filtering and refining and clarifying and cutting out what is superfluous, what is noisy, what is unnecessary, so that in any ways you can, you create space and time and capacity and motivation and support and advocacy for yourself to be in and be with the true bliss, your heart's bliss that moves through you. And the question of how to do that in the context and the conditions that you find yourself in is the puzzle of right now. In every single horoscope I'm reading for Leo season this year, I'm talking about the importance of self-awareness and self-love. As the nodal axis shifts into Aries and Libra throughout 2025 and Venus retrogrades in Leo from July 22nd through September 4th, we're being collectively called to look in the mirror and examine the essence of how and what we express into the world. These kinds of inquiries are meant to go far beyond the superficial. They are meant to pull us into the depths of our own psyche and confront us with the ways we've learned to hate and harm ourselves and others within systems that profit from distress and dis-ease. The work of changing culture is vast, and many routes will lead to the kinds of repair and healing needed. But one path that is particularly powerful for anyone right now is a path of creative, courageous self-expression. Engaging in practices and play that help us access the wisdom of our imaginations is an act of resistance inside of cultures that compound trauma and make it difficult to dream. When we have access to spaces where we can experiment and feel inspired, we're also more likely to experience integration and joy. So even if it seems silly or superfluous within the state of current affairs, taking some time over the next several weeks to draw pictures, make music, dance, dream, write poetry, and play in ways that don't require perfection or productivity for others are of enormous benefit and will help in the clarification and discernment processes that pretty much everyone is going through on some level. As program curator here at Embodied Astrology, I structure the schedule so that our workshops are always right on time for current celestial weather. Beginning on July 23rd, which is the day after Leo season begins, Brazilian astrologer and trans photographer, who also happens to be EA's visual director, Gabs404, will offer a four-week series on Sundays, that's the sun's days, that explores astrology through the lens of self-portraiture. While these workshops are timed thematically for current transits, this offering is also an evergreen experience, and it focuses on four highly important points in any astrology chart, which are called the cardinal angles. The cardinal angles include your ascendant as well as your descendant, zenith, and nadir. 
If you don't know what those words mean or why they matter, this course will teach you about how the light at the time of day you were born influenced the expression of your chart and set up a map for your personal and relational development. In each of the four sessions, Gabs will introduce one angle and its influences and offer a visual presentation of photography that illustrates how these aspects in a chart express. You'll then receive prompts and support to devise your own self-portraits through processes of exploration and discovery. Not only will this series teach you about photography, astrology in general, and your natal chart, but I guarantee that working with this content will also teach you things about yourself that are absolutely crucial for your personal happiness and success, and for the work and ways you want to relate with others and the world around you. This series, Self in Four Directions, will be available by recording if you can't attend live, and it includes access to a virtual gathering space where participants can share and discuss their work and process. All of Embodied Astrology's events are available by sliding scale, and no one is turned away for lack of funds. For more information on this workshop series and EA's other workshops and classes, check the show notes or head to the Learn section at embodiedastrology.com. So throughout Leo season, there is a kind of movement back and forth in your chart between what is visible and what is invisible what's happening in the interior landscapes for you, and then how you are acting, reacting, and manifesting the interior in the exterior, in your body, in your beingness, in your identity, in your personality, and also in your relationships and in the ways you are putting yourself out to others and in general in the world right now. And over the course of the next couple of months, you are in a period of refinement and processing and editing and reconsidering and reflecting with who you are as a person. And the kind of internal listening and the question of what is your bliss um, is, is underlying this um, reformulation, restructuring, and rethinking of, I'm going to say, some core aspects of your identity. And this is going to be different for everybody. For some of you, it might have a lot to do with your relationships and how you're putting yourself out to others, your actions, reactions, patterns, and habits. For some of you, it might have a lot to do with how you look and how you present yourself. And there is a need right now to be um, honest on the outside. And exhibiting, expressing a more updated um, interpretation of the way you feel on the inside. Um, some of you right now are really going through an inventory of your personality habits, and it feels like a lot of you might be sifting through um, memories and familial influences and ancestral patterns and what is me and what is not me and how can I be more of myself and less of of what doesn't serve me and doesn't help me to be myself in this world. Over the course of this season, it is incredibly important that you give yourself lots of time and space and generosity to ask these questions and to be with them. And I want to encourage you to really think of yourself as being in a moment of morphing and changing and 
this moment has different chapters. So there's a chapter that you're in right now that will continue through about the end or middle or end of uh, September. And this particular chapter might be a very mental chapter in some ways, a lot of assessing and reassessing and puzzling over things. You might be very preoccupied in some ways with this question of who are you and what are you trying to do? And there's a real feeling here of where are you trying to go? How are you trying to grow? What is the outcome going to look like? Over the course of the rest of this year, you're in a, a kind of larger chapter, you know, like an umbrella chapter that really has to do with um, a, a call in some ways. There's a call to adventure. There's a call to new growth. There is a call into your own expansion. And there's really a call for you in many ways to do things that are new and different for you, to take some risks and to be present with the ways that your path is changing. And I was talking about this at the beginning of the reading. You know, we are evolving in our lives and something about your calling right now is evolving. So it might not be a 90 degree sharp change. It could be just the next phase of what you've been working on for decades or your entire lifetime. But there's new ideas right now. There are new opportunities. There are new... Um, callings for you to explore and grow into. Now you don't have to follow the call and I want to be clear about that. You have free will. You have free choice. You can stay the same and I would advise not to. I would say, you know, you are part of the living system of planet Earth and the brilliance of this planet is its evolutionary intelligence. Planet Earth is always changing, and that's life. Life is always evolving. And some of you might be experiencing um, some blockages right now. Some, I don't know if I can do that, want to do that, if that's the best thing for me. And many of these blockages might come through in the realms of relationships. And so it could feel like, I don't know if I can be like that because then what would that mean for us or for you? It could be a kind of inner experience or anxiety of how, you know, should I be for such and such or who and who. The opportunity right now for you, I think, is to feel your clarity, the clarity of your desire and your growth path, and then to advocate for this growth inside of your relationships. And certain relationships or relational structures, therefore, will probably need to change. And the outcome of these changes will be positive and for the best benefit for all involved to the extent that people can be honest with each other. And this is sometimes the most terrifying thing to do. And I know that I've experienced this multiple times in my life where I feel intuitively that I need to do something or be some kind of way or make some kind of change. And for whatever big bucket of reasons I have, I think that that's not gonna go over so well with somebody or somebody's. And at least a few times, 
I've thwarted my own growth because I was concerned about what that growth would mean in my relationships. Relationships to family, relationships to partners, relationships to friends, relationships to employers. So over the course of Leo season, there is some information coming in for you right now about what is happening in the contracts and containers of important relationships and relational ways of being. And your task is to be clear. And the clarity that you are looking for or that you are seeking to convey, my sense is that it needs some time. And it, again, might take through the middle or end of September for you to really understand what it is that you want and need to communicate. And throughout Leo season, it feels to me that there may be kind of immediate uh, gestures and impulses that are coming through you. In some ways, your mind and your action are working together right now. And so as you feel impulses directing you in um, you know, some kind of uh, path towards what it feels like you need to grow with, you'll act on them or an impulse will emerge in you and it will express through your bodily energy and your vibe and it will come into the subtle spaces of your relationships. And so people are going to be sensing this change from you in some ways before you are able to fully articulate what's happening. And so I really want to encourage you to advocate for yourself throughout Leo season. And the self-advocacy that I would encourage is the advocacy for your own process. You need time and space right now to listen. You need time and space to commune with your higher self, with your guides, your guardians, your ancestors, your angels. You need time and space to process whatever is coming through in the relational field because whatever is coming through is going to take time to process. So there's no rush. Throughout Leo season, I highly, highly encourage you to do whatever you can inside of your life and your relationships to advocate for your own process, to not feel that you need to be ready for something before you are actually ready for it. With that said, I want to reiterate now that your mind and your action, uh, your actions, your mind and your body are very connected right now. And this isn't always the case. You know, sometimes it's like our mind is way over on the left and the body is way over on the right. And it's like what's happening in one place. It's not not happening in the other place, but there can be a big kind of gap. And for you right now, it feels like you, especially as we get into August, are very deeply embodied. You are in your body. You are in your physical experience. And so as urges, impulses, and needs emerge for you, it will be very natural for you to act on them. And I want to encourage you to act on them. I want to encourage you to speak your truth, to make the moves that you need to make, um, I'll get into this in a minute. Some of you are having some big opportunities for new chapters opening up in your life. If you feel called, heed the call. 
And then inside all of that, advocate for space and time inside your own process. This is a period of time in which we want to be mindful about making uh, commitments and agreements that are unchangeable. If there are commitments and agreements that you are wanting to make, you are wanting to make them with some kind of period of assessment or testing so that you can work things out. You need time and space to discern what is truly aligned with your bliss, with your heart's truth, with your clear yes, and to filter that out from especially other people's noise. And it's not that you don't want to or can't take other people into consideration. You absolutely do and can. But you need this period of time to really focus in on and tune in with what is the truth of your heart? And I want to be clear here that this is not, I'm not asking you to go lock yourself in a tower or something like that. The, the filtering happens in relationship. It happens in real time. And you want to be empathic right now. I can feel that in your chart. I'm not asking you to disregard other people's wants and needs in the slightest. I'm asking you to check them against your own wants and needs and to check them against your own wants and needs in an embodied way and in a heart-centered way and in a spiritual way and an energetic way to take time to really be with what is being asked of you and what you want to offer. You are relational in all realms. So this includes your partners, family, friends, opportunities out there in the world, you with you and the unknown many. Please take time and make sure that you are aligning with your own heart. And this is crucial because if you are not, then, you, then what happens when we're not aligned with our own hearts is that we make agreements, we sign contracts, uh, we get wound up in things where we are giving beyond our capacity or in misalignment with our true desires or we're not you know giving what what we want we we haven't said yes to an opportunity that maybe we did want and what that does is it builds a breeding ground for resentment and that is not what you want right now you want to be 100% in your clear yes which means that you need to listen for your clear no. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with current astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom in the somatic space where we work with the upcoming week's solar season, lunar cycle, and planetary transits through embodied practices, guided visualizations, and moving meditations. Every session, I offer an astro overview and tips for observing your own chart placements. Our practices are designed for you to come back to them for body-based mindfulness support throughout the week. These classes are also all offered by donation. If you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation, Q&A, and resource sharing space. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on. Our podcasts and horoscopes are actually just the surface. 
In our membership spaces, we also offer a variety of transformative exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. All right, so the last part of this reading, I just want to give you um, a little bit of timing. And the first week of Leo season is a wild week. It is a wacky week. It is a week when all kinds of things are happening, uh, things are unhappening, plans are changing. You feel really quite affected during this time. Um, I want to encourage you in the first week or so of Leo season to try and go with the flow as much as possible as you're really listening in to your body, to your embodied intelligence, and to your heart. Make choices as much as you can that are in alignment with your inner wisdom. This is not a week to try and force anything. Um, if, if your life circumstances are urgent right now, check in, tune in with how urgent are they really. And if there is not an immediate fire to put out, and I'm saying that knowing that there is like a lot of fires literally burning presently, if you are not in a situation where that's happening, do you need to act like it? My sense is no. There is enough urgency right now. If, if urgency is not actually what's called for in the first week of Leo season, do your best to chill and go with the flow and really listen in. The world around you and, you know, in relationships and global politics and everything will be wild. How can you be in your center? How can you be listening to your inner truth? As we move into August, we're moving into a period of time in which a lot of new information is being presented and that new information needs somewhere to go, but we don't yet have containers for it. So for you, August is a period of time that is, it feels very mental. It feels like you have a lot going on in your brain and you are very much in this space of thinking about who you are and what you want and who you're going to be. And particularly this question of where are you going? What is the point right now? What are you trying to grow? How are you going to get there? A lot of you might be making a lot of different connections right now. This is a period of time that is full of opportunity as well as caution. So the opportunity for Virgo charts is big time new connections. People who are wanting to work with you, wanting to help you, um, people who you might feel a sense of allegiance or alliance with. This is a period of time that can bring great benefit when it comes to collaborations and partnerships, but I want to uh, emphasize the caution and the caution is pacing. And so any agreements, whether they're with people that you've known forever or people who you're just meeting, you want to give them two months, all of August and at least the first half, if not the full month of September, 
to feel things out. Don't jump into anything. Now, there are opportunities for you. And in this first week of August, we enter into August with a full moon, full moon in Aquarius. This is a full moon that for many Virgo identified people could bring a lot of busyness. I mentioned a moment ago, it feels like you got a lot going on in your mind. There's a lot of action. Some of you might be pulled into many, many responsibilities. And some of those responsibilities may have to do with your own well-being. I want to, uh, make a a particular note for Virgos around this time that caring for your nervous system is incredibly important throughout Leo season. It's part of why I'm like, can you chill? Can you listen inward? Can you calm yourself? Can you be with your heart? Um, This is a period of time that uh, is potentially very activating and um, it could be exciting, but also quite stressful in the Virgo body. And so the... Uh, the entire season, but especially as we move into August in this full moon, breath work, meditation, uh, gentle movement practices like yoga or qigong or some kind of, you know, your own movement dance practice, being in natural bodies of water, um, getting body work, receiving touch, communing with trees, do the things that help you co-regulate in your nervous system and regulate in your nervous system. Any kinds of practices that can help you tune into your heart and circulation and to the energetic uh, give and take that is just part of your beingness, Uh, moving from center to periphery, kind of feeling yourself as the sun or something like that. You've got this light inside, it emanates out, you receive back in. These kinds of ideas or meditations could be very helpful for you uh, right now. The two weeks between the new moon on August 1st and the full moon on, excuse me, I got that backward. (laughs) The two weeks between the full moon on August 1st and the new moon on August 16th um, are, they're, they're like, wow. They're like, wow. Okay. Like a lot is here. A lot is coming up. Now in your chart, the primary theme that I'm getting is directionality. Which direction do I want to grow? Some of you have opportunities right now. You know what the direction is, but you need to work out some details about it. There may be an opportunity that now requires you to do a thing, right? So, oh, I'm going to go that direction, but in order to go that direction, now I need to produce this thing or something like that. Um, There are a lot of themes during this time that I've already talked to and particularly the week uh, leading up to the new moon. So the 13th of August, really until the end of Leo season, Virgo season starts on the 23rd. You really want to be listening to your higher intelligence during this time, especially on the new moon Please, 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 please take some time for yourself. Please do a heart meditation. I have like a gazillion meditations. If you want, if you want my voice, <laughs> you can find my free meditations on the Insight Timer app. You can also find them from my website. I have short somatic practices available on a free membership tier. I do a ton of work around the heart and listening to the spirit and your intuition. Anything like that around this time, I cannot emphasize enough how helpful it would be. 
literally it is what you need to do. If people in your life are like, you need to do this, 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 and this other thing, tell them you'll do it in 10 minutes. You're going to take some time to meditate on your heart. Then go do it. Absolutely advocate for it during this period of time. I think you will be really glad that you did. And then as we move out of Leo season and into Virgo season, we are continuing with this theme of processing, refining, and clarifying. And I will definitely give you more information about that uh, next season in your birthday reading. But you can also find a big arc of this bigger picture in your 2023 year ahead reading. And this period in the year is one of the most uh, kind of active and intense periods in 2023. There is a lot that's happening this year, a lot of transformation for, I would, I would guess, pretty much everybody. We are living through a transformative time. So if you want my interpretation, those readings are about two hours long. They give the major themes, opportunities, and challenges in the overview, and they are now 50% discounted for the second half of the year. And you can find them at embodiedastrology.com. Virgo, this is a long reading. <laughs> I hope any or all of it is helpful for you. I am wishing you all the best in Leo season and beyond. Bye for now.